0: So, the inflation rate came out yesterday. It upticked from uh, 2.8% to 3.3%. This is an annualized thing, right? We're comparing prices. Where were they this month, last year? So, in the month of June, it was 2.8%. Now it's 3.3%, which suggests that we're going to be hiking the central bank rate again in the next cycle. But particularly vexing is the fact that food inflation continues to be so high and you have to wonder okay, so if general inflation is down, then theoretically the input prices of producing food and transporting food uh, have gone down, so why does the price remain so high? Corey Mintz is a food reporter, also also an author of a book called The Next Supper, The End of Restaurants as we know them and what comes after, but we're talking about non-restaurant eating this time. Corey Mintz Nice to have you. Good morning, John. All right, so I guess that's the inflationary question. I was going to say $64,000 question, but why is food still in terms of inflation outpacing the general rate?
1: Nobody really has the one answer, but it's a it's a it's a mix of things. You mentioned all the input costs, and yes, Uh, overall inflation has has come down. You know, it was 2.8 last month. I hate that it's starting to tick up again. We all don't. We're all worried about our our housing costs. Um, But, you know, from a a high point of like nine or something, eight or nine, um, food inflation was almost double that. And even as the overall rate of inflation comes down um, and we look at climate change, uh, pandemic disruptions, the war in Ukraine. Um, You know, one of the inputs that goes into food is fuel, the cost of transporting it. And that is one of the things that, you know, spiked during the pandemic and never came down. It certainly came down from its high point, but as as a new car owner, uh, who's been acutely aware of gas prices the past couple of years? I noticed that, you know, it jumped from maybe 120 to 210, came back to 160 or something, but it never really went down. So they're still associated with food costs, uh, input costs that are really, I don't think they're dissipating anytime soon.
0: What's your take on the accusation that, you know, food retailers are merely profiteering in all of this? Well, I watched every minute of the testimony that the three CEOs
1: of uh, uh, Metro, Loblaw, Sobeys uh, gave to uh, Ottawa a few months ago. Uh, I watched all their claims that uh, they would be forthcoming. They had been forthcoming with all the data that was requested. If there was anything missing, they would surely provide it to uh, Parliament, to the Competition Bureau. And I read the entire report from the Competition Bureau, which called a lie on all that and said, yeah, they never came up with all the data. So we can't truly assess their claim, that if there's any increase in profits, it's not because of food, it's because of pharmaceuticals, gas, all the other uh, stuff that they sell. So um, they lied to us. You know, they, they, they BSed us to our face. What can we conclude? But that, yes, they have been profiteering by adding uh, uh, an extra little margin. Uh, that doesn't account for the overall rate of food inflation. But I think it makes them guilty.
0: And a lot of people are crying out for the feds to do something about this. Is there anything the feds can do about the cost of food? Well, there's always something
1: the government Can do. Uh, I doubt that it will. Uh, I mean, overall, any federal government, this or anyone in any country, is is always going to side with big business over Mm -hmm. regular people. Uh, Certainly, so far, they they have done something to acknowledge it. Um, I don't think it's terribly significant. The federal government has issued one-time payments. I think for a maximum of about four hundred and sixty dollars, which you know, if you are struggling to put food on your table, any money is helpful, but that certainly that seems more uh, a PR strategy than actually addressing food affordability. Uh, Vass Bednar wrote a piece for the Globe. She's a, a competition expert advocating for some temporary price controls on uh, staple goods in order to uh, ensure that people have access to what they need at an affordable price. And I think. Um, I doubt the price of food is going to go down. I think it's more like climate change we're now talking about, but can we stop it from increasing at this rate? And if we can, I think it's the time to really get serious about regulating an industry that in Canada, you know, sixty percent of it is controlled by those three companies. Yeah.
0: Thank you for this. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Corey Mintz is a food reporter, and uh, while it's not germane to what we've just been talking about, he's also the author of a book called The Next Supper, The End of Restaurants As We Know Them and What Comes After, which is a book I have not come across, and now I'm all intrigued about it because I'm curious about how restaurants might change.